Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 300. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari fucking Rockefeller. I am Maka-chan. I'm Ichigo Gami. And I'm Wild Spice. And we did have one more person. As soon as she gets her internet together, she will be joining us. And if you've been following us on our Facebook page and our Twitter, you know exactly who it is. So... I don't know about y'all, but I'm in a good mood. Not just because we're at 300 episodes, which took us maybe about 10 years to get to. I found four bottles of Crystal Pepsi at Rite Aid on Sunday. Yay. Woohoo! And I, and I was over there yesterday when I was doing laundry, and they had three full rows of it. So I'm like, oh, good. They have my liquid crack again. Did you just pick up the case and walk out with it? Like the entire like case that it was all stored in? Let me tell you something. If I'm walking in and I see the guy from Pepsi taking him out the case, I would have picked up with the case and walked right out with it. Don't mind me. I'm going to just grab my stuff and leave. Exactly. Fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We are live tonight. Week of March 7, 2013. 17 here on the voice of geeks network we're here live tuesday at 9 30 p.m eastern with replays thursdays at 2 p.m eastern check out our interactive chat room at live.bugnetwork.com chat clients such as merc xchat chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net the chat room is vog v-o-g or you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash network where there's information about the VOG network. And if you have a default IRC chat, if you click on it, it'll bring you right into the chat. Oh, good. Let's see what's going on in the chat room. It's just like, we're talking about Pepsi Blue. Y'all do know the reason why they pulled Pepsi Blue, right? No, uh, what was that? I don't. <laughs> it it did more than just turn your tongue blue. It turned your shit blue. Yes. <laughs> you see, you talk about Pepsi Blue. The like, one thing that comes, the first thing that comes to mind to me is this article on XEntertainment.com. I don't know if any of all, all remember this site. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It's like it's been you know folded into something called Dinosaur Dracula, which is pretty much you know, same like. Same thing, but the same guy under a different label. But uh, he's it's, it's just like revered old weird shit from like the eighties and nineties. Mm. And well, uh, this happened with the bottle of Pepsi Blue. What? Just... I'll, up... yeah. I'll post the link in the chat. Good call. Good call. All right, and now our fifth person is here, and we're gonna bring her into the chat. And it's dialing. And it's ringing. Do we have to sacrifice someone to the Skype gods? I'd, I'd really rather not because I don't have anybody else left I can sacrifice. What about one of your upstairs neighbors? Uh, the, the, the Skype gods have standards. 
Let me guess, you threw them into the volcano only for the volcano to just spit them right back out? No, actually the volcano will move to the side and have them just fall right into the rocks. Okay, then. And that did not work. And I'm guessing we've got to find somebody of value to sacrifice to the Skype gods. Quick, someone get Dark Tetsuya. Dude. Well, I can't think of anybody else right now. <laughs> this is Anime Jam Session! Instead of Sparta. I was actually thinking about doing that. I really, really was. <laughs> you could play the Hunger Games. <laughs> Maybe I'll be favorite. <laughs> Perhaps, but I liked Hunger Games better when it was called um, Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. This is true. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. Alright, until we get um, Kuro's shit together, we're going to go ahead and start with How Was Your Week, How Was Your Day, and we're kicking it off with Ichigo. Ichigo, how was your week, how was your day, how you been? Um, well, my week's been pretty much back-to-back -back classes. Um, for those of you that don't know, I teach everything from wig work to weapons replication to cosplay making. So that's my day job. Fun time. And it's been basically classes so that I can earn mass monies so that I can go to ZenkaiCon and not be an asshole cosplayer that doesn't have money to go to conventions and tries to go to all of them. I'm like, okay, so I get it. Like, you want to go to cons? That's awesome. But I try not to be that cosplayer that literally doesn't have money to eat in order to go to a convention. That's just not smart planning. It's just not smart living. I mean, honestly, I try to have an emergency fund, but we're all in debt to uh, someone. So, you know, trying to be a responsible adult and in all trying to make my road to Zenkaicon come true. Yay! All right, all right. Yay. All right. Hold on for one second. In regards to what you said, this is all I gotta say. <laughs> if it'll, if the, if the clip will freaking play, I believe that was shots fired. <laughs> honestly, I do. I try not to judge other people for the way that they do conventions and stuff. But honestly, if you have to beg for money to eat, and this isn't just cosplayers, it's also just other con goers. If people have to beg to eat or trying to hide inside the convention center sleeping under tables, because I've seen that happen before. If you um, if you if you, yeah, if you yeah. have to pack like ten people to a room <laughs> like we talked about last week. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or or you have to start a Kickstarter or GoFundMe so you can go to your con. That's another thing too. Oh yeah, I've seen plenty of those. I have responded to some of those that says with the answer of get a job. Which if you have to decide between your costumes and going to a convention and having a roof over your head, the choice should be clear. And too many people do not make the right choice. Now, here's my thing about that. Something I was thinking about with some other I was saying. You got all these cosplayers coming out saying, oh, I'm doing this costume. I'm doing, they're doing five, six new costumes, and they're doing five, six conventions a year. You can tell they live at home and don't pay rent. Do that shit when you're on your own with your own place and your bills. That ain't happening. Unless you got a sugar daddy or your, game, or your job hustle is so good that you can do it. 
and that's far and that's far and few. But yeah, so basically that's not the type of convention goer I am. So I've just been hustling and doing my daily hustle of trying to get classes and trying to sell commissions and stuff like that because that's what I do. And it's been going okay. Um, I've had a few people working on cosplay. I've had a few people learning how to sew and all that stuff. But yeah, I basically am also working on wigs right now because the silver masquer silver masquerade yeah. is is in crunch time right now. Is, so. Isn't it like next weekend or something like that, or this weekend? No, it's this weekend. Yep. So. Because um, um, one of my friends, she's actually in town this weekend. She's actually going to it. So she's doing a, a Chibi Moon thing. And believe you me, if the tickets were reasonably priced, I think the whole Anime Jam Session squad would be rolling through there. Yeah, I thought about going. But unfortunately, this year, um, we'd already planned to go to Dragon Con, which is big in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But not just Dragon Con. Then I've got Ruffle Con right after that. And those are two big expenditure conventions, one after the other. So, yeah, that didn't happen this year. But I hopefully see more events like that in the future, and I hope I'm able to come up and visit you guys. Yay! I don't know if the practices of this year's uh, Sailor Moon ball thing or anything like they would do for the next time, I will be skipping the next time as well. Mm. That sounds about right. The amount of money that has been collected with no actual source of what it is being spent on is mind-boggling. So I think a little bit more um, openness in that would help me to change my mind. But considering where I think it is going, uh, no. And we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Oh, boy. Well, let's see. I got paid today, and first thing I did after I got done work was finally be able to go grocery shopping because oh. my last check pretty much disappeared as soon as it got into my hand. So, fuck, I actually have, you know, food in the fridge in the pantry now. That's good. Yeah, I spent like, I spent like 150 bucks buying shit that I needed. Nuts. Okay, now. There you go. Yeah, I know that feeling. I was doing that for a while with, with with the with my crock pot. And I'm throwing. I, I I'm, just like, I'm just like I'm just cooking sorry. and stuff like that, and throwing stuff into the fr- into the crock pot, throwing it into the fridge. I opened the fridge the other day. I'm just like, oh, where did all my food go to? And I was like, There's oh, bad. wait, I have not, you know, I have not been using the crock pot. I really need to get around to doing it, and I've just been lazy about that shit. Hmm. Uh, let's see what else. Um, <clears throat> I also went to see Logan this past weekend. You mean the documentary? Yeah, the the, the last uh, X Men movie of yeah, Wolverine. Yeah, everyone was saying it's so deep that it's like a documentary. Well, it's based on part of the Old Man Logan storyline, but but for obvious reasons they left out the uh, subsection about the Incredible Hulk's uh, inbred mutant Hulk babies. 
Um, but uh, it was, huh? Um, that's all I gotta say is, um, yeah, um, yeah, that was one of the plots of the storyline. Like the world was broken up, you know, overrun by superhero, super villains, and uh, back uh, and in some deep what, like, you know, backwater part of a uh, California, like the whole cat produced a whole bunch of uh, inbred uh, babies. They're like, you know, Hulk babies. They're they're it was pretty fucked up. But the rest of the stuff about, you know, the dealing with X twenty three was a pretty was pretty accurate. They even worked the, they even worked how the, how how the X Men stuff you know, were, <clears throat> were treated like comic book characters, as in actually have actual physical um, copies of the old comic books and use them as plot points. Oh. But yeah, it was a really good movie. I also picked up Stardew Valley on uh, on Steam, which is something I've been looking to play for a while now. And about a, just a couple of days in, in with, but it looks like it's a lot of fun so far. I have high hopes about it. Same here. But Same other than that, it's just been mostly work shit. That's good, I hear that. And trying to, you know, stay awake. Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? And do you need coffee? I need so much coffee and can't have it. Why not? Because I have work in the morning. As in, I I have have to be awake, you know, six hours after the show ends. Huh, you need both. Oh, what are you walking to? What's going on? Can people hear me? We can hear you. Yes, we can hear you. And we also we hear the, the sirens. Uh, unfortunately, I live on the street where this happens. I feel for you. I grew up in those areas. But we, we'll get to you in just a bit. We're still doing a how was your week, how was your day, so... Oh. Don't worry, we forget about you. Okay. Spoiler alert, it was garbage. <laughs> Alright, Mako-chan, as you were saying. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, I busted my phone and had to get a new one. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, but at least my phone is upgraded because it kind of needed it. That's good. Wait, did you trade it in? No. Oh, so you have it as a backup? Yes. Smart and smart cookie. Yeah, you, you just, you never know. So, uh, yeah, so upgraded the phone to something that actually um, works. And uh, basically... Just getting ready for next weekend's and this weekend's and actually trying to sleep. And I did laundry, like all of my laundry yesterday, and it was nine loads of laundry. And I spent, you know, $30 doing it. Okay. Yeah. So, that's been my weekend day in my life. Alright. 
I do this just right? Well, since um, Wild Spice is now Idle Trash, somebody got Ichigo's old theme. <laughs> Ichigo, aren't you proud? <laughs> okay, Wild Spice, how's your week? How's your day? How you been? I've been doing okay. My week's been pretty hectic. Work's been really busy. Just lots of volume. Other than that, um, just planning out cosplays for the rest of the year. Turning into idle trash. <laughs> I've finished Love Live Sunshine, so now I'm watching Love Live. I did it backwards. Well, I think doing it backwards, you probably, you probably did yourself a, a service for watching it backwards, you know? Yeah, because I'm watching Love Live now, and I'm like, oh, I get that reference now from Love Live Sunshine. But yeah, I can see why everyone loves the idols, because at first I was like, I'm not getting into this idol thing. And then I watched it, and I'm like, oh my god, idols. They're great. I watched it, and I couldn't get into it, so... Well, it wouldn't be alone if you didn't. It's not for everyone, so... But yeah, added a uh, got some idols on my cosplay to do list now, and I also uh, was playing some Overwatch over the weekend, and I've decided I officially love Sombra, so I'm eventually also going to cosplay Sombra. <laughs> well, at least you're not Diva. I thought about Diva because I like Diva too, but I'm like I like Sombra all the purple because that's my favorite color and she's a hacker which it's an inside joke at work that I'm totally a hacker but I'm not so see if you cosplay Sombra people would have been fun until they made her into a shitlord see if you do if you do cosplay Sombra you have to walk around with a bag of Takis and a bottle of Mexican Coke <laughs> I will do that and if you see a, a diva cosplayer with a bag of Doritos you just knock them out of her hand and go Takis are better <laughs> <laughs> One v one me right now, pick it, puta. <laughs> you can also go around touching people's noses. Go, boop. Lord. All right, Amanda, you you good? I'm good. And I decided to bring out this classic track from A Blast from the Past. Actually, I don't even think we actually got a chance to use this one because. She decided to uh, retire to focus on other things in her life, so... Hi, Kuro! Who? 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 Me? Yeah, you! I don't know what you're talking about, young man. Hey, remember, we did. you decided Hi. you had to focus on, on, on other cool stuff, and we missed you! Oh my gosh, I miss everybody, too! Miss it all! Ah, long time no see, hear from, talk to, and other things. Yup. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Kuro, what you been up to? I was everybody. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. My life has been a whole... A what now? Please tell me we didn't lose her again. Okay, I won't. <sighs> You're no help. Alright, Kuro, are you still there? Oh, I'm here. Okay. Yeah. I really need to come help fix your laptop. 
Is it really bad connection? Yeah, it's a bad connection. Kind of, sort of. Am I broken up? Not now. Well, we had similar issues on Bluetooth mm -hmm. with Ichigo, but we wor we worked with no, that. No, yes. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. <laughs> um, let's see. What have I been doing? Absolutely nothing. Working. Lots of working. More working. School and also working. And then I moved. And then... Uh, I worked at Udacon. How'd that go? friend Ichigami. About me. So, it's been quite a fun year. It was wonderful. I always like spending time with Mama Ichigo, so, you know. Mm-hmm. And I cannot believe it's been how many years? Like, three years? Three, four, is it our first Not, year? I don't think it was, I think it was been like Is that two? the May Cafe at Otakon oh. has been like it's our on? Year. It's our I was so glad to be a part of it in the beginning and I'm just so happy and how, how popular it still is and how everybody enjoys it. Oh my gosh. What? Slowly breaking off coconut right now. Hello. We I hear you. I disappeared into the sun again. I think. Or I can't hear anybody else. I'm not sure. I can hear you. I disappeared into the sunset. I don't. I think can hear you, you just fine. I can hear you too. I was just sitting over here listening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't worry, Kuro. We got you. We got you. Oh, now my printer wants to do that. Christ. Anywho. Kuro, you good? I... And we lost her. Fuck. i really gonna have to fix up her, uh, her laptop. I'm gonna have to somehow meet up with her one of these days. And just like... Womp, womp. Clean install. Here, now go. Play. All right, so my weekend day has been interesting. Um, let's see. I actually assembled the dr the dresser where I have my my T-shirts. I have a three dresser drawer. The first two are full of anime and geek T-shirts. In the bottom drawer, I'm moving all of my cosplay stuff to it. And my TV and speaker soundbar is sitting right on top perfectly. I have a bookcase with all of my gaming consoles and cable box. I gotta put the backboard on there, so. So right now, what I have to do now, I still have the old bookcase. And I have stuff sitting on it. I gotta put that into the shelves of the drawers of my bed so I can get that out of here. And I had to go to blows with the landlord about the plumber I had to come, that, that came over, so I have to come, we've, I've had to come up with a comp uh, comparable thing, so that it is what it is with that. So, uh, let's see what else has been going on. Work has been work. Um, I discovered my old Red Octane 2.0 DDR pad was caught in the back where the water was, but it looks like it's fine. And 
I may have to have my Kioske redone because I didn't notice when I was pulling clothes out, it got waterlogged. So we will see. I already dropped off one suit, so I'm hoping that by the time, um, hopefully when I go pick it up this week, it, everything will be okay. So, you know. Uh, let's see, what else has been going on? Uh, I'm still waiting on my replacement uh, Love Live figurine. And also, I did go see the Love Live Sunshine Aquas concert, Steps 0 to 1 on Sunday, and it was amazing. I loved it. I just, I'm just, I think I shouldn't have gotten like the extra large, um, no, large popcorn and a large soda because I finished the soda for the popcorn. I'm just like, I don't want to go get the refill. I'm going to miss something here. You know how it is when we all go to the movies, right? Right, people? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I avoid that problem by not buying things. Uh, food at the movie theater because it's too fucking expensive same here but this was a three-hour event so you know i can't sit there and starve myself oh no i just bring it with me bring what with you food and drink these theaters right here they check my purse doesn't smell like popcorn that's my perfume today oh the butter (sighs) let's see if we can get kurosagi in again gonna try we're trying and we're trying and it's styling and we're connected oh the connection is a lot better now yeah what did you do nothing Wait, never mind. i didn't do anything i just got patient How did you do that? oh wait it went bad hold on what quit no and we lost her again I had to, I'm sorry. That's really weird. That the connection just keeps going in and out. It's like she's in a daze when she talks like that. I think that would work. Alright, so while we try to get uh, Kuro back with us, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. And there's a lot of interesting stuff that Mako-chan found for us, so let me go ahead and make the proper volume settings. Let's set things where it's supposed to be, and yeah, we'll be back.
Alright, so check this out. Now, one of the things that I buy for my, you know, to do my laundry are these things called Tide Boosts. You, they used to have them in stores, but not anymore. What it is, it's like those pods, except that you put one in with your normal laundry detergent. And I could not find this stuff anywhere. So I was stuck having to order it through Amazon. The last time I ordered it through Amazon, the white boost package package came from their warehouse, and the colored boost packages came from Canada. Evidently, it's selling better up there than it is here. So I went to reorder some more, and they didn't have the 27-pack that I wanted. So I found a 37-pack for $35.99. So basically, I'm paying basically a buck a pack. I'm like, you know what? Fine. This stuff works well with my laundry. I'll take it. So the package comes today, and I open it up, and I see a little box inside. I open the box, and it's four 10-packs of the Tide Boost. So I'm just like, oh, that's one way of getting it. Kudo, you're back. Yes, I am. And everything sounds a lot better than ever. Hi, Kuro. Hello. Who else is in the fun space with me? I know our connection was pretty bad earlier, so I'm pretty sure you guys can hear me comfortably now, or at least I'd hope. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, can hear you just fine. Okay, then my... My laptop is a piece of trash. I'm going to fix your piece <laughs> of trash laptop. Okay. I'd appreciate it. Um, we'll, we'll figure oh, something out. All right. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, well. Well, you did give a brief, uh, how was your week, how was your day, like what you've been up to since you were with us, you know. Oh. If you guys managed to get all that, then I'm very proud of you. Tech, the technology for running the podcast has come a long way, Kudo. I believe it. I believe it. It's so wonderful hearing everyone's voices again, even though this happens once every thousand years. Well, you know you're more than welcome to come join us anytime. Come on now. You're alumni. I know. I sound so old. Oh, stop it. <sighs> So, what is on the agenda for today? I am getting myself situated. A lot of interesting stuff. While you get yourself situated by reading the, the outline in OneNote online. Oh, Amanda, you said you wanted some Slayers. Re- you wanted some Slayers earlier. Yes, I did. I'll skip yes. it up to this part. Yes. Are you happy now? Do you feel better? Yes. I'm going to have to send this to you later. Yes, please do. Along with the, uh, my love live stuff. <laughs> you are love live trash and you know it. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> All right. Before, before we get into tonight's news, I, I, I need to know. I, 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 I need to know. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite uh, character from Aquars and favorite character from Muse. Oh, I am not a part of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, 
from a course, it's definitely going to be Yo, and then from Muse, it's going to be Maki. I could, for as long as I've known you, I could definitely see Maki or Umi, either or. I could see that easily without breaking a sweat. I can answer this question. Yes, do. <laughs> Go right ahead, Nozomi. Answer the question. Don't make me come over there. I'm um, so, so scared. Yeah, um, from the first set, it is Nozomi and Honk because she's just a cute little bean. And then I do like Nico for her mean crush. She's crush though, obviously. Um, and then from Aquars, I like Yoshiko. Yes. I also like Yoshiko as well. I forgot about her. I, I know. How could I forget about her? <gasps> Yohane! Uh, uh, what, about, what about you, Mako? Real quick. We already discussed this. That's right. Maki or Umi, right? No, Nozomi is my favorite. Nozomi for life. All right, now what about from Aquars, or Jury still it, out? It changes. Oh, okay. It constantly changes. It depends on what I'm looking at, what I'm watching, what their attitude is. I don't have, you know, a very, you know, just out there number one. Okay. All right. Let's. Not, I'm still working with Kuro so she can see the outline. Worst case scenario, I'll just copy paste it to her chat window so she can see it. But um. Ichigo, won't you tell us about this new upcoming TV show? I believe, I don't think we talked about this on the last show, so let's kind of cover this real quick. Cool. Let me do that in just one second, because I am operating from a, a telephone, because I am in class. Uh. Um, okay, so I'm talking about the Gundam Wing release. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's from... What am I talking about? I think, Ma- mean... I think Michael's going to talk Gundam Wing. Okay, you mean the... Oh, my... What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I'll, I'll hold my excitement for later. Okay. Oh. Speaking of magical girls, if we were, which we weren't, but I like to input them in any conversation. Um, if you haven't yet seen Tuella Magi Madoka Magica. That's not it either. No? Mm-hmm. No, it's the sci-fi one. Yeah. I, I, Cosplay Melee. Yep. Sorry, I'm really having a hard time. I don't... Oh, no. don't worry, we're not holding it against you. It's episode... Let's... This is episode 300. Shit like this was bound to happen anyway, so... Okay, somebody else take... We're lucky someone's computer doesn't spontaneously burst into flames. And I will get this one loaded up because I am operating from a phone. And then I will get that... I already combusted. Lord. <laughs> I can take it if you want. Alright, then go ahead and take it. Well, I think she was trying to load it. I think right. she was just having somebody skip to the next one. All right, yeah. so somebody. All right, so who wants to? All right, so let's go ahead, jump to the next one. Mako, you you know this is you right here. Yeah. So, um. Oh, good. It doesn't want to load. Oh well, I don't need it to load. Anyway, um. Because I, I've read this all over the place 
uh, Gundam Wing and some of the other Gundam properties as well are going to be getting uh, new releases, whether it be streaming releases, which are already out, or in the case of Gundam Wing, um, there's going to be a new DVD and Blu-ray release at some point this year. I believe it is, uh, I think, April or June. I don't remember what the, uh, the last one I saw was. But basically right now they are doing interviews with the director, the writer, um, one of the producers, and the Japanese VA for Hiro Yui. Uh, you have until March 16th, so you have about a week left, to go to um, nzani.me backslash a4hro to submit questions for these people to answer that will be included on the DVD and Blu-ray releases. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So kind of exciting because, I mean, they're getting basically the gang back together and, you know, hopefully answering various things that will be... Uh, uh, that have been left open kind of thing. Um, but let me see if I can pull up the exact date. Um... Anything? The exact date for the um, the deadline to submit? Uh, the deadline to submit is March 16th. So you have yep. about a week to get your questions in. Um, I'm looking through, and it's basically just saying at some point this year. Uh, let's see. It just sounds like they need to get a couple of things um, finalized before they actually give an official release date. Yeah, I mean, it's basically using the exact same voiceover that was done before. Um, it's going to be released through Right Stuff, mm. um, the Nozomi Entertainment side of it, obviously. Uh, they're the ones that are going to be releasing the Blu-ray and the DVDs. Um, looking through here. Yeah, there's no exact date. It just says that it's set to release at some point this year. So, I'm kind of looking forward to it because I only have, I think, two of the DVDs. And I would love this series on Blu-ray because I'm such a horrible fangirl. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I'm really looking forward to it. And obviously, when there is an actual date of when it will be released, I will be fangirling over that and telling you all. Ooh! I will also be fangirling over that, too, so I'm 100% up with you on that. Woohoo! But I have a question. Mm -hmm. So, I'm going to go old school on this, but do you have any... Do you remember when Gundam Wing was so huge back when Tsunami was, you know, promoting a lot of the Gundam franchises? Oh, Has yeah. there been mm -hmm. anything that you've kept since the show was released out when you were kids? 
Do you um, still have anything from way back in the day, in other words? I have a couple yeah. of the Gundam models still. So do I. I just, Bless your heart. I just found I my, have... my Death Scythe mini the other, like, the other night. Yeah, I, I have... Um... I have Death Scythe. I have two different versions of Death Scythe. I have an Epion somewhere. Um, I know I have a Wing somewhere. I have the DVD version of Endless Waltz. I have two or three of the DVDs from the original run. And then I have my custom-made plushie. Plushy, I didn't even know they did that. That's really cool. Whoever you know helped you out there. Did you make it or was it someone else? No, no, I got it through a uh, friend's business. Yep, that's pretty awesome. So I it will... is, yeah, it's Bat Duo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you and say I used to have a lot of those um, figures and um, action figures, like the little plastic ones where you really didn't have to make it. They just came with with the regular um um format um but i lost a lot of that stuff when i moved um the only thing i could say that i've kept in mint condition were the manga titles that were released with the the first um i have blind zero and this vault and um i think it's blind target so i still have i have ground zero episode zero blind target and then the first two gundam wing novels i've never got number three the first two was beat up and the first two volumes were by Mix, Mix Manga, or Mix Media Publishing. Mix Zine? It's, I remember that. Yeah, yep. Mix Zine. Yeah, it's so old. I still have mine. Back when the word Zine was trendy. Yeah, and I have Viz's original <clears throat> release of Gundam, their their manga version. So I actually would be happy if they re-released the comic. So, so yeah, that would be nice. Yeah. So I'm excited. I just I just wish they had a, a English VA side, um, so we can ask them questions too. So that's mm-hmm. that's just me. Yeah, but I don't think their answers would be uh, congruent with the, what the Japanese have to say. That's okay. I mean, we could discuss on what's going on on the level when they first brought it out. Actually, to be honest, um, I can't remember the um, the voice actress for Lady Un, but she was the first like. African Canadian actor that I know that actually did a big anime role. So um, I, that show kind of like touched me on many levels, <laughs> not just from the the concept of um, a political side, but also that's when I actually got into voice acting um, and I researched a lot of the roles. Impressive. Don't forget though, Adam. Um, we actually did an interview with um, the voice actor for um, Catra Barbara Winner, who is Brad Whale. Yes. And we also had, um, oh my goodness, what's his name again? Um, see, he was... See, y'all know him <laughs> as Catra. I know him as Moose, okay? Fist of the White Swan! <laughs> Thunk! Oh yeah. <laughs> and I believe and that's one of the first videos that went up on our YouTube page. Yep. And there was also, um, uh, not Trace Cushionado, but the other one. And I'm, I'm mad that I can't remember his name right now. You guys all know it. He's the one with the mask. Someone help me out here. Peacecraft. No, no. Yeah. Sex, Mar- Wait, what? Sex Marquis. Sex, Sex Marquis, Mar- okay. yes. 
his voice actor. We also had an interview with him, but he was the voice of Ryuk in Death Note. Yeah, remember well. with Relina Peacecraft, everybody just wanted to punch her. <laughs> no, nobody liked Relina. No. And her pink limo. <laughs> Lord. Oh my God. Oh, this this was a wonderful nostalgia bomb. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds. Oh my like goodness. A plan. I'm looking forward to that too. Awesome. Okay, uh, moving right along. Um, ah, Wild Spice. I think I what did I give you? I gave you Madoka, right? Wait, no, Ichigo I... was ready. Here, Ichigo, all right, Ichigo, all right, all right, Ichigo. Rock and roll, people. It's go time. Let me, uh, so, cosplay melee, if you guys are big fans of cosplay, like I am, um, recently Sci-Fi, um, has basically started up a show called Cosplay Melee. It is hosted by Yvette Nicole Brown, who is a big fan of cosplay and nerddom in general, and it looks to be pretty good. Um, so you think you can cosplay? Sci-Fi, we'll see about that. The network is launching a new reality competition series, Cosplay that pits the world's best costume performers against one each other each week for $10,000 prize. Community alum Yvette Nicole Brown will host the series, and it debuts on Tuesday, March 21st uh, at 10 o'clock. And I, uh, Melee... huh? oh, uh. I was, I was just a little pissed about that because it's going to be on at the same time we're doing the show. So right after we do the show, I got to sit here. I don't mind watching. I got to see, is this worthy of another drinking game? Because some people have been requesting if we're doing a drinking game on it. Can well, you do a live stream? No, it'll be on at the same time as we are, but... Yes. Uh, so, open commentary. That yeah. is the is is one of the stars of the first season of it. Marty. She's a super sweet lady. But anyway. I'm Team um, Jesse. Go Pride more. <laughs> there was a... Uh, when, I, when I went to see Logan this weekend, there was actually a trailer for this in the theater. Not surprised. Oh, okay. And I had to sit there and listen to my non-anime-watching, non-cosplaying friends talk to me about cosplay like they knew what they were, like they knew every <laughs> fucking thing about it, and I didn't know my ass from a hole in the wall. And I wanted to smash them into the seats in front of them. That sounds kind of normal. And the worst part of it, the one guy actually compared it favorably to Heroes of Cosplay. Ooh. Throw him into the pit of doom, pit of which is nothing but was nothing but satin satin fabric. Yes, it's all crepe back satin from Joanne. He probably wouldn't have gotten the the uh, comparison. But yeah, melee looks to be the following formula of sci-fi's hit special effects makeup competition and one of my favorite shows to watch, Face Off, currently in its eleventh season. In each episode, four world-class cosplayers go head-to-head, creating not just full-body costumes, but also original characters, or OCs as they're known. Original character, do not steal. Do not But also original characters they bring to life through performance. They'll be judged by a panel that includes Hollywood costume creator Christian Beckman from The Hunger Games and famous cosplayer Leanna Vamp from Vampy Cosplay, I believe? Probably. Um, I don't know. 
is a passion, artistry, engineering, and theater all rolled into one. Um, at the intersection of the maker world and fandom, the incredible artists of Cosplay Melee will blow your minds with their transformational creations. And if you want to check out my new friend, Marty, she's actually writing a comic book as a freelance artist called Toyetica. Um, and she's got a Facebook page and all this other fun stuff. She's really sweet. Um, but I'm sure all the other um, competitors are very sweet as well. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for this. I still say we got to do our uh, American Otaku you know, pitch to someone like Discovery or uh, Nat Geo or something. You know? Make a show like American Pickers or somewhere where we just go around... All the like go around everyone hit of anime conventions and shit. I thought you meant American pickers like go around to people's like collections and be like, oh yeah. No 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 no. It's definitely worth a thousand. Those guys are number one. Those two those two guys own an antique shop, so they're still focused on making a profit. Number two, even on you know how fucking uh, what's the one episode where they bid on the uh, storage storage wars. 99 yeah, yeah. of that shit's right. Then they all own, you know, secondhand and pawn shops of their own. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase Italian. Well, that's all I gotta say. I'll have to keep that in mind and work on a pitch. Oh, there you go. We got, we got, we gotta get some type of financial funding into this to keep the show going, so we can do some more cool shit. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, uh, moving right along. Um, what else do we have here? Um, well, so you were to, you're going to talk Madoka, correct? I am. Okay. The All floor right. is yours, my dear. All right. So, looks like Netflix is bringing back Madoka for a limited time. Wow. Actually, that's how I saw Madoka was from Netflix, because I kept, again, hearing how great that show was, and then all of a sudden I watched it, and I was like, yep, this show's great. So fans of Puella Magi Madoka Magica from Aniplex USA now have a new chance to see the show as it's returned to Netflix. Nice. I'll bet it's only for a limited time, as it's on there now until March 29th, 2017. The stream run brings the show in its original Japanese with English or Spanish subtitles, as well as the English language dub. So, for a limited time, you can catch Madoka back on Netflix. I'm, I have to watch the third movie since the first two films were just were just like flashbacks. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Well, they had some extra scenes, but I don't know if it was enough for me to watch it over again. Yeah. Yeah. As I've said yeah, about... I mean, yeah, I mean, if you watch the show, you don't really need to watch the first two. You can just go to the third one, because I started to watch the first one, and I'm like, eh, I already saw the show. I'm just going to, I'll just skip to the end and watch the last movie. It's like the Tenjo Tenge OVAs, and it's like, it's like just compacted episodes of the past. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I ended up, um... There's a new Pokemon movie coming out, which is pretty much a rehash of the first episode. Same different thing. Yeah, but that's difference. being that's being done for the anniversary. That's not that just being sense. that's not just being done to you know rehash the story. That's being done specifically for the twentieth anniversary of the anime. Mm. All right then. Let's see. Uh, let's see. What do we have here? 
I need to find this one track real quick. Right, come on, Winamp, do not fail me. It better be a good track. Oh, it's going to be a good track because it picked it up right away. Oh. All I got to do now is pull it up. and um, Now, girl, were you able to pull up the outline? Yes, sir. Awesome. So after this, you can take um, Ghosts in the Shell. That'll work. Oh. And I think by that time everybody's did their one around, correct? Not me. I haven't oh. done anything yet. All right. So after that, take you can take our story right after that. Okay. Sweet. Ah, uh, I wanted to do that one. <laughs> Which one? If y'all if y'all want to switch, I don't care. If y'all want to switch, that's fine by me. But um, while y'all decide who does that, I'm going to tell y'all that season two of Love Life Sunshine has been announced. This was announced earlier at the Aqua's first Love Life Step Zero to One concert. I believe it was the day one uh, concert, which was the same concert that was simulcasted in theaters on Sunday. And in some places, it was done on Saturday. All I'm we... so excited. Yep. All we know is that Season uh, season two will premiere this fall, and that's basically it. So we'll probably see it sometime in September, October. I'm so excited for that. I know. Oh, I just wish there was I'll more information. For you. Did anyone besides me go to the concert uh, this weekend? Mm, nope. I me. wish I had, but it was in New York, and I'm in Philly. <laughs> that's what buses so. and trains are for. Yeah, I know, but I didn't hear about it until, like, last week. So if I'd oh, known about it in more advance, I probably would have tried to go. Well, I do know this. Plus, that... I wouldn't have had the money to get up there anyway, so there's that. Plus, yeah. the 12 o'clock show was sold the fuck out, but there were spots available for the 4 p.m., for the 4.15. And from nice. what they said, New York had the biggest turnout out of out of all the other locations. Which That makes not... sense. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me in the least either. Nah. Nah. I mean, you have such a fan base of just like just in general just a large fan base of just anime like just gaming people all in like that area or even like the tri-state area it's very like high concentration so I could totally see that being like the highest attendance for that mm-hmm. alright so have we decided on who's doing which article I can take another one because I know there's yeah. no I mean have we decided on who's going next I'm doing the Alright, let's go ahead with that then. <clears throat> okay, so Kodansha Comics announced at the Emerald City Comic Con in Seattle on Sunday that I'll publish a Ghost in the Shell anthology comic book and a Ghost in the Shell guidebook. <clears throat> the, the comic anthology entitled Ghost in the Shell Global Neural Network will be an international collaboration between Shiro Mazamune and Western comic creators. The anthology will include full... Full-color stories featuring Ghost in the Shell characters as drawn by Western creators. Ben, ben Alpgain, Associate Director of Publishing Services for Penguin, compared the anthology to Kodansha Comics' Attack on Titan anthology where Western comic artists drew their take on a japanese created universe. That's cool. Applegate noted that Shiro supervised the stories himself. The hardbook anthology is slated for spring 2018. 
The guidebook, titled Ghost in the Shell Read Me 1995-2017, will be a guide to the adaptations of the Ghost in the Shell manga from Mamoru Oshii's 1995 film to the Hollywood Live app action adaptation opening on March 31st. <clears throat> Applegate stated that the book will have a ton of full-color art, interviews, stories from the behind-the-scenes from all these brilliant anime adaptations. The book is slated for release in September. Kodansha Comics is also collaborating with film with film poster company Mondo to produce a poster for Ghost, for Ghost in the Shell. Becky Clunan will draw the poster and it will be available on March 14th as a part of the screening of the film at the Long... Center Performing Arts in Austin. The poster will also be on the Mondo's website. Kodansha Comics released deluxe editions Masamune Shiro's Ghost in the Shell, Ghost in the Shell 1.5, and Ghost in the Shell 2 on February 21st. The new release marks the first time that an English release of the series feature, features right-to-left reading format uncut with the original Japanese sound effects. So, fun if you're into Ghost in the Shell, but... <clears throat> See, they also showed another trailer for a Ghost in the Shell at the movies this past weekend, and this was after they had announced that they were changing Motoko's name to, was it Mia? Yep. Alright, I'm gonna say this. Why? I'm gonna say this. This is most likely is a spoiler. According to what I'm hearing, you do find out in the movie her name is Motoka Kusanagi. This is when she realizes who she is. That's why she's running around with a different name. How they're going to tie this in, I don't know. I still want to see the movie just because I want to support the, um, the anime or whatever. You might not think I'm supporting it, but I still want to support the fandom as a whole. So, I think I might wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. There's so many good movies coming out, and I don't... I, for some reason, I feel like I might weep out a little... Sounds about right. I'm going to wait until it comes out and there are a couple more reviews because right now I have no desire to see it, but I know it is uh, supposed to be, you know, what everybody says is supposed to be decent. In, it, I feel like as much as the special effects are great and things like that, I feel kind of uh, cautiously optimistic, so to speak. Um, you know where when something seems too good to be true, it probably is. I feel like I'm going to end up slightly disappointed. So I kind of, I think I agree. I, I might wait a little bit and check out the reviews to see how it stacks up. Because I don't really like the premise of, oh, they rescued you. They did this, but apparently they're not who they said they were. And I'm not really a huge fan of Ghost in the Shell, per se. I'm not like a, die- a hardcore fan, but I don't remember that ever being the original narrative of the movie. Mm. I only do- hit like maybe five movies a year, if that, so I have no problems dropping cash on this. Hmm. I wait for the next sub of Digimon, the second movie. Yeah. Whenever that comes out. <laughs> anything. Okay. Now, is this now the next topic? Isn't that one of your your new fandoms, Kuro? It is, and I wish I kind of got into it 
a lot sooner, but it's better late than never. True, true. You, because honestly, oh. you would be an adorable Yukako. Really? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> I I don't have the long, the long slender legs, the long beautiful hair of her. Even with a wig, I don't think I could, I could master that type of um, beauty that she has. Yes, you can. I... Stop that. Come on. <laughs> I remember your Sailor V. Come on. Stop that. I mean, that was a pretty good wig for a first time cosplay. I'm not going to deny that. Um, but if you guys are wondering what we just started, what listeners, what we started kind of talking into, um, JoJo's, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Diamond is Unbreakable, um, the manga has been a really popular anime, um, there is a live action film being produced, and the trailer of the new, a teaser trailer of the live action film, um, just came out as of yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this, um, this, uh, this movie, um, is directed by Takashi Miike, who's known for Ace Attorney, Crow Zero, Itchy the Killer, and Terraform Mars. Um, and the movie is going to come out on the, in the summer. Um, I'm actually, I feel kind of mixed about, um, his movies because sometimes, like, I know that he does really huge adaptations on really popular anime but it's kind of been a hit or miss um but i i don't think i've seen terraformers as of yet but um i i heard that was was considered a really bad film coming out of japan right oh that's too bad but uh me being slightly biased i definitely want to see it Mm -hmm. um and there are already um, posters, posters of the full cast. Most recently, the last um, cast that was announced was the character of Jotaro Kujo, which is Yusuke Isaya, who may be known for Veroni Kenshin on his role in Kyoto Inferno. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to this. Um, mm-hmm. Most I know Makenchu is um, going to be Okuyasu Nijimura, which is um, one of Josuke's first enemy, then becomes friends later on. Yeah. Um, he's, Makenchu, I believe, is currently um, in, in actually, in a role for Pacific Rim, too, so. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it's like, when you, it's like when you watch, if you watch Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon, uh, the, actress who played Sailor Mars, Keiko Kitagawa. Yeah, she was in uh, Fast 3. But then again, they did film that in Japan, but you know. Right. So, I <laughs> I'm just looking at his pictures. He looks so different. I can't believe you, you guys should really see this. Um, their costumes, they're, the mm-hmm. costumes are pretty amazing. If I have to give, if I have to give um, Mike any props, he always finds a way to balance out the costumes um, to look very similar to um, the the animation counterpart. Mm-hmm. I I do know I did see a close up of of uh, Yusuke Siaya 
as Jotaro from the trailer. I wasn't too fond because he looked much older, but I was talking to one of my cosplay friends because she's also cosplaying uh, part four Jotaro. And she said, you know, he he has to kind of look like he's hardened, like he's been through all that shit in part three. I was like, yeah, you got a point there, so we'll see. Because I'm just saying, the way he looks in part four, that's how I expect him to look in part five with, um, with Jolene, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Alright, looks like we've gone all the way around. That fucking pompadour on the one guy, though. No, that pompadour looks awesome. Yeah, I that's fucking gorgeous. That yeah. Go. One thing that you learned in part four is you don't insult the do. <laughs> you don't. Oh my gosh, I can't wait for that scene, though. No, I, that's going to be amazing. But, um, <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm just trying to... I'm, I'm actually very interested in seeing how they're going to pull off the stance. It's probably going to be CG'd. Yeah, I'm definitely sure it's going to be CG'd, but I am actually kind of interested in that factor because, mm. oh my gosh, if you you guys... His... Araki's designs are so, so amazing for each I know. Man, and their powers are so... so unbelievably... I don't know. That show has pulled at my heartstrings, and because of Diamond is Unbreakable, I'm actually watching more of um, the classic series now. That's good. I, I am so. curious how my friend she she I have that she's going to do part the movie version part four Josuke. I'm just I, I just look I just look forward to seeing how she's going to do it. That's going to look pretty amazing. But um, let's cover this real quick, and then we'll go into strange news from Japan and, and our Skype line. Um, we talked about this probably late last year about the about the Gundam statues. I I believe at that one uh, mall it was coming down and they're making room for a bigger one, and it's going to happen this fall. Well, as as it goes, the uh, the original Gundam, the RX seventy eight. Dash Two Gundam was in uh, was in front of the, the Tokyo Diver City Plaza Mall, and that was the one that people were hoping that it would just it would stay up there. But it's not; it's coming down, and they're making room for something bigger and better. Well, what's going to be is that in the, in in its new in its old position is a RX Dash Zero Unicorn Gundam from the series Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn. Hmm. Um, as the same as the story goes, the Gundam Unicorn isn't the absolute newest anime arm of the Gundam franchise, but it's a, the most recently made TV series to take place in the UC timeline of which the original 1979 series is a part of. And by UC, I mean Universal Century. So if you ever watch like if you see like 0080 or 0079, that's what I mean by UC hey. or Universal Century. So a little bit of trivia for you. The original. Yeah, that's cool. The, original, the official height of uh, Gun, uh, Unicorn Gundam is 19.7 meters, which is 65 feet. This statue is should even be larger than the original. It's not clear whether the Unicorn Gundam statue will be an entirely new piece or whether it will be used parts of the original RX-78. But if it's all new, it opens up the possibility of two statues being displayed together, hopefully in the future. And mm, that, That's really cool. Yeah. And, um, okay, and now that we got that out of the way, we're going to set up for our Skype line, and, and I know Kuro has to say goodbye. 
I am so sorry, but I'd like to do this again sometime. It's okay, you know. Trust me, there have been times some of us have had to bounce early because of sleep issue, sleep because we have. It's a given, so. Yeah, I gotcha. It's all good. But congratulations, three hundred episodes and going. I know. (laughs) I I never thought this would happen. Seriously, I did. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. And I look forward to more and more episodes come. Now, you have to get me on episode 500. You have to get me on episode 1000. Well, we tried to get, bring you on for episode 250, but that fell apart last year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm back, and I'm slightly better than I was last time. Okay. All right, Kuro. <laughs> we will see you Bye. later. Bye, Kuro. Bye, guys. Take care. See you. Bye. Later. Ciao. Alright, now, don't worry, Kuro, we'll be back in a future episode, y'all will know, believe you me. Now that we got that out the way, um, strange news from Japan. While we're going through this, the Skype line is open, so if you have any questions about tonight's show, you want to ask us something, go ahead and ask us on our Skype line at Anime Jam Session, and due to time constraints, yeah, definitely time constraints, All calls are cut to two minutes. Yeah. All right, so let's look at our crazy list of stuff here. Um, I'd rather not take the first one, so anybody can grab that one. I can take it. Thank you. (laughs) All right, let me just get this pulled up here. And in our chat room at live.network.com, Dungeon Buster goes, Mmm, Frosty. Yeah, well, um, I had a BRB real quick because my mom, she wins the best mom award for the day. She brought me a Frosty. She just got it from work. So she's like, I feel like ice cream. So I brought you guys Frosties. Nice. All right. So am I good to go for this? Go for it. All right. So as Japanese schoolgirls graduate, some uniforms are being sold to start second skeevy lives. (sighs) <sighs> just let that sit for a minute. Oh, yeah. for fuck's sake! We've <laughs> watched school... enough. We've watched enough videos to know where this goes. <laughs> if the school uniforms original owners don't want them anymore, there are some guys who do. Okay, for many people in Japan, their high school uniform has a special place in their heart. After wearing it day in and day out during the last stage of their childhood, many choose to hang on to theirs after graduation as a memento of those blissfully innocent carefree days. But for some more pragmatic teens, there's no point in keeping an outfit they're never going to wear again, especially when the avaricious or economically minded can make some cash by selling their used uniforms online. Oh. Yep, it's that time of year again. With the end of the school year right around the corner, Japanese online marketplace Mercari is seeing a surge in the number of secondhand schoolgirl uniforms for sale. The above ensemble, there's an ensemble in the article, but the above ensemble, which looks to include both summer and winter tops and skirts, is being offered by the seller for 10,000 yen, which is about US $89. While that's likely far less than the owner's parents paid for it new, it's still a pretty hefty chunk of change for two outfits that have already seen a lot of wear. (sighs) 
the side say at all. <laughs> oh man. That's all I gotta say is Yeah. Apparently also sellers seem diligent about including the name of the uniforms associated school in their listings, which suggests that certain academic institutions command higher prices among used schoolgirl uniform shoppers. The seller of a summer uniform from Fukushima Prefectural Sukagawa Toyo High School, for example, feels it warrants a $90,000 yen price tag, whereas another from Kakunodate Minami High School in Akita Prefecture is charging 200,000 yen for theirs. Hang on, where is it? That's a whole lot of money. For a school, yeah, for a school uniform. I mean, after high school, I kept my school uniform, but I think we eventually got rid of it. But we kind of hung on to it because I went to Catholic school. But, like, if you went to Catholic school and you knew someone getting ready to graduate who was, like, a couple years younger than you and they were moving up into the same high school, you'd be like, hey, you want my uniform so you don't have to buy a new one? But The fact that the phrase, that you had to use the phrase, among you used schoolgirl uniform shoppers and had to say it with a straight face uh, makes me just want to burn this plant to the ground and start over and in our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com Shinji Akari says and there's the level of disturbing I was looking for you're welcome we oblige always <laughs> when Mako bats a thousand everyone suffers oh just wait yeah are we done with this? Uh, Rama, you want to take the next one? Because I'll take the yeah. one. So, there's all types of insurance out there. Uh, like renter's insurance, something I should have gotten. There's car insurance, life insurance, medical insurance, but flaming insurance. This company, Sampo Japan has a groundbreaking policy that covers doxing, negative memes, and other forms of flaming. They're offering what's called Enjo insurance to websites and companies. This insurance will offer coverage to recover from unflattering information going on viral on websites or social media. I think there's a bunch of cosplayers that need to invest in this type of insurance. I was about to say, absolutely, where is that? <laughs> they need to... They need to offer this seriously they do yes. more specifically enjo it refers to the widespread flaming of a single target due to negative rumors or scandals rather than one-on-one -on -one interactions again this is perfect for cosplayers let's take an example at the tabloid friday accused actor hiroku Hiroki Narima of cocaine use, it was a target of a fierce enjo from his fans as well as his general human decency. Another example is a tainted chicken scandal from McDonald's of Japan. Sanpo's new insurance will cover both the aforementioned cases. The first of its kind in Japan, it will compensate any target regardless of the reasons that are groundless, based or fact. I mean, groundless or based on fact. In the event of any viral negativity that's harmful to the brand or image, Sampo will cover expenses for a positive media campaign, research into why the negativity began, and public apologies if needed. Another example is, if you happen to snap and tell you how I really feel about 
cat photos and the site was flooded with negative comments and death threats about me because of the cat photos. This website can claim expenses of my psychic valuation, several cat positive articles to restore my image, and a press conference in which I rubbed the bellies of several cats and spoofed feed them fancy feasts for two hours to show my repentance. Wow. Again, this is cosplay of PR insurance. Seriously. Or if taking personal photos of somebody eating a sensible meal and it went viral and damaged the profile of the person of the site for gluttony or whatever, the company's effort to remove these embarrassing images will be compensated up to 10 million yen, which is equivalent to 87 US dollars. 87,000 US dollars. <sighs> Premiums will run from 500,000 to 600,000 yen, which is between 4,300 and 5,200, I mean, $4,300 and $5,200, which is about the average amount a cosplayer on Patreon picks up. <laughs> now, and of course, in the event that any deliberate trolling is done on the part of the policyholders, any claims will be denied, which will probably eliminate at least a good half of the cosplay community. In this information age, image is more important than ever, so it's easy to see why insurance companies will move in to offer coverage for their online reputations. Now, isn't that something? I, yeah, I, it's something, all right. I need to post this on my face. I'm posting on my personal wall tomorrow about cosplay of PR insurance. This shit works. And as Dungeon Buster says, our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your fake news elimination needs. We're ready to believe you. Mean Busters, 55520XX. <laughs> all right, that, that, that saved the article. Okay, next, please. A Kanagawa man's body was found one man after death in a six-ton pile of... What the... F <laughs> I heard about this earlier, and I thought it was a joke. Oh my gosh. <sighs> Dying alone is an often set of fear of people, but how bad is it really? To shed some light, the Japanese website Nikon Spa interviewed a Mr. Takata who works with Mind, a company that specializes in cleaning the homes of the deceased, and described discarding embarrassing goods without the family's knowledge. Mind has been seeing an increase in the number of lonely deaths, or kurokushi, where people who die alone are not discovered until long after passing. According to one study, the number of lonely deaths has tripled in the past decade. Takata recalled one lonely death in Kanagawa Prefecture of a 50-year-old man who we call, who will call Joji. With lonely deaths, the deceased are often absorbed in the world of his own, centered on whatever hobby they had. In this case, Joji was deeply enthusiastic about pornography. <clears throat> The former employee of a major automaker, Joji lived in a two-bedroom apartment, but piles of magazines poured off countertops and shelves were overflowing with the publications. Elsewhere, clippings of erotic magazines were scattered to suggest Joji made an effort to consolidate his collection. At the time of his death, the collection weighed in at six metric tons. That's oh a lot of porn. Holy crap. One day, he'd suffered a heart attack. Doesn't say whether or not he was jerking off when it happened, but we have to assume it did. Yep. While at home and collapsed partially buried under his various clippings until he passed away. 
few doors later, still no knocks on the door came aside from the possible occasional salesperson or NHK collector who assumed he, they were being avoided. Meanwhile, inside, his last re remaining living cells began to break down and rot, causing his skin to turn darker shades of green and purple and filling the apartment with a terrible odor. Normally, someone would have been concerned and checked out the apartment by this point, but Joji had very had virtual no contact with the outside world, so his disappearance was wow. completely overlooked. Jesus Christ. Instead, wow. all Joji's bodily fluids began to seep down and pull together at the lowest point of gravity in his body. The mixture then began to release a noxious gas so it caused his body to bloat and his eyeballs to pop out. Oh my god. <clears throat> After a week, his skin would have weakened and blistered so much that it would hardly be able to contain the fluids and begin to seep out onto the floor. But Takata explains that in Joji's case, his pornography collection had a protective effect. Oh my god, this just sounds worse. The piles of magazines had soaked up his bodily fluids, preventing them from damaging the floor and would have been an incredibly costly repair job. On the other hand, this also prevented anyone from discovering Joji earlier. Takata says these fluids are leaking... These leaking fluids are often how lonely deaths are discovered. Mm. Even said of one case where the fluids had dripped onto the downstairs neighbor's face when they... Sl oh my <laughs> god. I think oh. you can skip that part. Okay, yeah. Stop. Yeah, I, I think you can skip that. The moral of the story is there's life's, like, live like there's no tomorrow. I don't mean that a, that a Mountain Dew com commercial rollerblading a Machu Picchu kind of way. Just bear in mind that for better or worse, someone will have to inherit the life we create for ourselves and leave behind when we die. For every Joji, there is always a Takata, someone who must clean up in the remains of a solitary lifestyle. You know, somehow, I think the only thing that could have been worse is if the guy had just bumped into a random, you know, ceiling high pile of porn and it just avalanche on top of it and it just spent the last few days like days or hours of his life just suffocating under all the uh, under all the uh, you know magazine titties all around him you, you want to know something I'm if I was to hear about this in regards to one character it would make sense who? Al Bundy That'd probably be his ideal way to go. Exactly. Died by died by his entire mag collection of biggins. At least we haven't had to look at Peg anymore. Mm-hmm. Cue laugh track applause credits. We're good. <laughs> this show's sponsored by Assume Fox doing positions. Next. So, uh, yeah, um, Pancake Day was, uh, February 28th, uh, but Shit, starting... I forgot to get my free pancakes today. Yeah. yeah, um, anyway, starting March 3rd, in Japan, if you want to go to the Hakone Kawaken Yusasun Hot Spring Resort... You can take a dip in maple scented hot cake bath. Uh, uh, this facility has let guests relax in baths of green tea, coffee, and wine. So now it is giving you the opportunity to, uh, you know, celebrate Pancake Day a little differently. It is the 60th anniversary of its pancake mix. It uh, collaborates with um, Mor Morinaga 
to bring a special bath scented like sweet maple syrup carrying gentle notes of vanilla. Three times a day, staff will pour bottles of real maple, real maple syrup into the bath so you know you're bathing in the real deal. This bath is in the resort's swimsuit area, meaning that unlike in more traditional hot springs, this area is for bathers who are not in the nude. So it is good for families and mixed groups. So yeah, um, they will be around until April 25th. And yeah, so go enjoy getting sticky in the bath. Not Ew. that kind of sticky, though. <laughs> he says. <laughs> oh! If I had to hear oh. about some asshole trying to use maple syrup as lube. No! Oh, God. No. Those damn Canadians! Eight? <laughs> no. It's not meant for that purpose. And look at my friend's Facebook, and she's getting into yeah, Lucky Star. Yeah, you'll be wanting to eat the syrup afterwards, too. Mmm, ass pancakes. Experience, <laughs> I would want to eat it. I'm like, uh, no, I'm good. And depending on where you eat the pancake, you might get some cream filling. Oh, God. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, my. And I thought I was going to throw my headphones off after the, uh, Death by porn article. <sighs> Ronma, take the next one since it's relative your, to your interests. It is, but... How do you go from kinky syrup to good ramen? Well... You Rob. eat both of them. I think we just need to do an episode of just the wor the most fucked up epi articles from from J Strange News from Japan articles. I think that that needs to happen. AKA, I tried to do that, and you wouldn't let me. I think AKA the best of Mako Chan episode. I think that's got to happen now. I give my blessing on it. I give my blessing on that. I will do that, and I will find some really fucked up strange news from Japan and do another hentai esque episode. Lord, uh, just so you know, I have not been to this ramen shop, but I'm gonna have to find it now. What's popular is that there are Japanese ramen houses, I guess, like uh, Ichiran and a couple of others, who are setting up shop in the U.S., like New York and California. Now we're going to go in the other direction. There's a Brooklyn-based uh, ramen shop called Yuji Ramen. It has been elected to join the ranks of other great ramen shops in Japan at the Shin Yokohama Ramen Museum with its grand opening on March 16th. Which, by the way, I think on that day or the following week, Yo Sushi, a popular Japanese sushi shops, are opening up in New York City. And I'm just like, well, now. 
Japan boasts a total of three major museums dedicated to the now internationally beloved noodle soup. While the Momofuku Ando Instant Ramen Museum in Osaka and the Cup Noodles Museum in Yokohama are largely dedicated to the historical origin of instant and cup noodles, the Shin Yokohama Ramen Museum just south of Tokyo remains the most convenient place to sample an actual bowl of steaming, freshly made ramen from a selection of regional Japanese specialties. As part of the museum's 20th anniversary celebrations a few years back, the venue began showcasing more global varieties, including gluten-free ramen. The fourth international member to join this group is Brooklyn's Yuji Ramen. It'll be joining the lineup at the museum's basement food court designed to be reminiscent of a nostalgic Tokyo street from 1958 when the year of instant noodles were invented. Cool. The driving force behind this is owner Yuji Haraguchi's recipe, which is his signature tsunakats, tuna bones, broth, in which leftover pieces of tuna, after being filleted, are roasted in a high flame in a kombu dashi stock seasoned with yuzu zest and pepper, resulting in a cloudy, robust soup bursting with flavor. I want to go to this place now. I, I, I really, really do. I might have to do that Friday, or one of these days. I, 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 I got to now. Saturday dinner. Uh, Saturday, you mean that would probably be Saturday lunch because Saturday dinner is alcohol. I watch it. I had to. Yes, I know. <laughs> if you'll be in the Tokyo area after March 16th and ramen is your calling, don't miss the sampling of the flavor of this new international addition to the museum's food stalls. Wow. I, okay, I, I have got to find this place. UG Ramen. Come on. Well, I was just looking and I saw that um, there's Terakawa Ramen. There's one in New York, but then we also have one here in Philly. I, I we think, actually have a couple ramen places in Philly now. All I, of a I sudden. Think we I gotta been, go to one of those sometime. I think I've been to Terakawa, and I know Ramen Setagaya. And of course, you, of course, UG Ramen is up off the L train where the fucking hipsters are, and is a couple of stops away from Ichiran. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, I've only gone to the ramen place. Uh, the only ramen place I've been to is in um, Chinatown in Philly is Yamatsuki. I've been to that one a couple times. And then there's another one. I forget the name of it that I've been to. But there's like a couple here that like have been recommended and I mm -hmm. just haven't gotten to them. Like Hero Ramen. I usually go for ramen and it's usually on Sunday. So Hero's not open on Sundays. So mm. I haven't been there yet, but... All the ramen places. All the ramen places. Just all of a sudden, I feel like they popped up. Uh, want me to take the last one? Go for it. Two men stabbed themselves to get out of going to work in separate incidents. I like the way these guys think. <laughs> At around 7 a.m. on February 22nd, a man walked into a police box complaining that while he was using the urinal of Shonai-Dorai Station in the Tsurumi line of Nagoya's subway, he felt someone push into his back, and then he discovered blood. Sure enough, when the police examined the 54-year-old man, they found a 2.5-centimeter-long stab wound on the right side of his lower back. He was then rushed to the hospital for treatment while the rest of Shonai-Dorai Station was closed off to be investigated as a crime scene. It is unclear whether 
It was because evidence was found at the crime scene because investigators were finding inconsistencies in his testimony. But that same day, while waiting in a hospital, the victim felt compelled to unclean confess that he was his own attacker. About ten minutes prior to going to police, the man had entered the bathroom of Shonai Dori Station and drove his own five-inch knife into his back and then discarded the blade into some shrubbery outside of the station. When asked the obvious question of why, the man said he thought that getting injured would be a good way to not go to work. While, there, while many were wondering why lying hadn't occurred to the man, other readers had things to say like, well, I guess it, I feel better there's a maniac with a knife in the loose, or why the back? When we were young and didn't want to go to work, we just drank soy sauce. What? A, a Japanese company wanted to get a day off after being stabbed anyway. They'd order you back in the office after the police report is finished. He's not wrong. I think our society has been stabbed in the back room, in the bathroom. His answer to the comment is, is stabbing yourself in the back a crime? Technically it isn't, although it might land you a trip to the psychiatrist for an evaluation. However, making a false report to the police and then causing them to close down part of a subway station definitely is. The man was immediately arrested on charge of the fraudulent obstruction of business. <clears throat> However, just as Nagoya police were closing the case on this fake stabbing, a call came in an emergency line from Kurume City Police. Someone reported an unidentified, an unidentified assailant to stab the co-worker near their company. The 26-year-old victim was then taken to the hospital with a deep stab wound in his right elbow. He told authorities that just as he was getting out of his car in the parkland, the baked goods company where he worked, someone attempted to steal his backpack, and which is when he got stabbed. However, the police quickly began to notice unusual things about the victim, such as the fact that he had a knife in his possession after putting the piece together. So they confronted the so-called victim who... He then confessed to stabbing himself because he didn't want to go into, bake, into work today. He too was arrested for filing a false police report. Mm. Judging by these actions, the police departments in Japan are in really in need of a PR boost because it would appear that these men assume the police aren't really effective at their jobs. <clears throat> How abysmal does one's job have to be where plunging a knife into yourself is considered an alternative? Well, gee, when you put it like that... <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've complained about my job, but I've never wanted to injure myself to try and get out of it. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I gotta tell y'all, I got stories to tell y'all. Yeah, I'll, yeah. So, I, I, I think we're done. Um, mm -hmm. we're going to go ahead and take our last break and wrap things up. And Mako, I know you're getting tired. If you want to go ahead and bounce, go. No, I'm good. You sure? No, but I'll stay. You sure? Mm-hmm. Positive. I'm staying. Okay. In that case, we'll be back.
You know, I have to double check and triple check the audio controls on here because I don't know what I did, but I somehow opened up the audio on the new Sound Blaster external sound card. So I got double and triple check things. I think that was a damn good investment on that. So while we were all away, I'm taking care of some stuff. I'm looking in the chat. Everyone's talking about ramen. And you know what? I'm probably going to have ramen for lunch tomorrow. There's a bunch of places near me. So, anywho, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up and get up on out of here. First up, I want to say to everybody who tuned in tonight, who's listening to the Encore presentation and downloading the episodes, thank you so very much on listening and supporting us. Um... We'll be back next week with episode 301. Things will be a little bit back to normal, and we're going to roll on. If you have any questions about the show, uh, drop us a line at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, the answer is, address is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Now, before we go, we had a bit of a contest on our Facebook page for, we're giving away, um, Tickets to the Sword Art Online movie that's coming out on Thursday. And we have, and all we told you guys to do is just go ahead, like the page. We ain't trying to get anything crazy. We just, you know, just just like the original post and we'll take it from there. 140 likes. So, what we're going to do, we are going to go ahead and give away three passes. I don't see why not with that. I'm going down to it. Yes. We have a hundred and at least 142 comments. All right. And just so you know, the winners of this will receive a pass to the sort of online movie. You must be in New Jersey, Delaware, or Pennsylvania area to pick up these tickets. They're in select locations, so we'll be sending them out to you. We will be tagging you on the, on the Book of Face as well. So, the Book of Face. Yes, the Book of Faith. Face. All right, so go ahead, um, Wild Spice. Pick a number from 1 to 42. Oh, man. Between 1 and 42? Yes. Um, 25. Okay. Mako-chan, pick a number from 1 to 42. Four. Ari, pick a number from 1 to 42. Lucky 13. And I'll pick a number from 1 to 42. I'm going with 55. I was 55 between 1 and 42. One and, 1 and 142, you You, 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 you said schmuck. 1 and 42. Shut up! Yes! You did! You know Which what? Is why we all went low. Yeah! So we have to do all of this over again. No, you we said don't. between 1 and 42. It's 142. You said 1 and 42. Yep. Alright, fine. We'll do it again. A number between 1 and 142, for fuck's sake. Okay. All Wild right. Spice. I'm going to go with 125. 125. Okay. Ari. 42. Stupid 
Mako chan. 69. Most uh, triumphant. <laughs> and I will go with uh, 113. So I am going to go through this. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of glad I know some of these names in here because they are not in the areas for, for winning this. So what's going to happen is we're going to even you're going to get the information sent to you. And that's how we're going to do it. We're going to need your email address so we can coordinate this. Don't do that. Facebook. Damn it. All right. So. I don't know why it would just do that all of a sudden. It clicked and it pay- and it went somewhere freaking else. Christ. Come on. Live radio, boys and girls. You know, the people who are going to be listening to this or listening to the replay, they're going to hear their numbers the first time and be like, <gasps> and then be like, oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it, it is what it is. So, Apologies, people. We mm-hmm. love you all. They'll just have to deal with it. I'm sorry. That, that, that's just the um, way the cookie crumbles. All right. Number 125. We'll take that up. 41, 2, 3. Okay, we have our first winner. Uh, number 125 ticket pass to Sorta Online Movie goes to Andrew Kinsey. We will be we will be tagging you on Facebook on how you can receive your ticket. Woo! 42 goes to Michael Pendrag. Sixty-nine. Damn it! Don't do this. Here we go. Eddie Lazowski. At number one thirteen. Spin it down this way. Goes to Alyssa Ann. Congratulations to y'all. You will all be tagged in our Facebook post later this evening. And we'll need your email address so we can send you your information on how to receive your pass to the Sword Art Online movie on Thursday. I've done contests before, but nothing like this big. So, anywho, I'm going to go ahead and finish this up so we can get out of here. So... If you like what you heard, tell a friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So whether you like or hate us, tell us. We want to know. You can find tell us everything at podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. Again, that is podcast at AnimeJamSession.com. We are here to believe you. Check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com where we post all of our convention reports, anime reviews, uh, live action reviews, cosplay tutorials, and so much more. So definitely swing by and check them out. And we also post our podcast every Friday. And you can also find our podcast on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, 
Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and on the VOG Network forums. Check out our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TV, where we post all of our convention videos. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash session when you know when we're going live and other cool stuff in regards to the show. Our Facebook page, over 3,000 fans. Just want to say thank you to all of y'all. Truly appreciate it. Follow us there at facebook.com slash session where we post all of our convention video uh, photos, links to our videos, articles, and so much more. And don't forget to check out um, the VOG Network. We're here twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2. But there are other cool podcasts on this network. Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow, Ranger Pride, Game Bowie, and I believe that is it. I have no idea if Season 2 of Guys on the Show is going to start. So we're going around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. Um, I'm going to bed soon. Last words, Wild Spice. Have a lovely weekend, everyone, and hope we get warmer weather soon, rather than bipolar weather. It's supposed to snow on Friday. No. <laughs> Last words, Ari. <clears throat> now, hopefully I'll be around for another 300 episodes. We will all be here with our with our children. We will be training them in the art of the podcast. My last. I one. have my children already. Cats They're don't, my cats. Cats don't count. I have yes, hermit crabs. Do. do they count as children? No, because oh, they'll hermit crabs. They will damage the wires. No, anything that you have to clean up the shit and puke from, they're your children. <laughs> Amen. Lord, my last word. I I kind of want iced tea. Oh, that sounds good. I have Wawa iced tea in the fridge. I have a I have a pitcher to make a, a fresh brewed iced tea. But anywho, that's it. We're going to get up on out of here. We'll be back next week, and things won't be as long as extended. Thanks for joining us for episode 300. We'll see you for 301 and hopefully for episode 600. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Makachan. I'm Wild Spice. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Oyasumi Masai. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. Zen Mako, that's the way I put it. Alright, that's it. Right here. Goodnight, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressions on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!